Hey y'all, welcome to the Surviving the Day podcast, where we share the everyday living experience of survivors. Thank you a ton for listening. I'm your host, Megan Doherty. I'm a brain aneurysm survivor. In each episode, I welcome guests who will share their smile approach to living beyond the crisis. And sometimes I share my own insights, understanding, and awareness. And my love for coffee, poetry, pets, and fitness. All stories are told with a positive twist. I hope listening will help you discover your own smile story. Hello, guys. Thank you for joining me here on Surviving the Day. I am joined today by a wonderful guest, Wendy. Wendy used to be one of my really good friends over at the Y, and for a while, I actually had her as a personal trainer, which is very awesome. And she has an entire smile story to tell. I love Wendy. I love her story. Um, well, I don't love the cancer part of the story, <laughs> but I love the outcome of the story and everything. So hello, Wendy. Hi, Megan. So good to see your face. You too. Yeah. Um, how yeah, you and I were just trying to figure out how long we've known each other and in a great way. We can't remember not knowing each other at the Y. No. So almost, yeah, I mean, almost 20 years. Yeah. So pretty much as long as we've both been there, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. we were both were there. Exactly. Which yeah. is very awesome. All right. Wendy, do you want to start with your story, your cancer story for your smile. We're going to cover your smile today. Absolutely. Beautiful Um, smile. (laughs) Thank you. So, um, yeah, so our family moved back to the Raleigh area in 2004 and we like that week joined the, the Y. Um, and so I uh, worked out there and, um, I was an instructor. Um, I wasn't working there for a year or so. I was just kind of laying low working out. And, um, right about the time I started working there in 2006 and which again is right around, I think when we met, um, I was starting as an instructor and I had just taken my personal trainer, um, certification, gotten that. And so I was 37 in good health, very physically active. And I noticed that I felt a couple of, uh, first one lump, um, in my right breast. And I thought, Hmm, that's interesting. Well, it's probably a cyst. I've had those before I'm 37. I'm healthy. I don't have, you know, um, I'm not at high risk, no family history, et cetera. So I let that go a couple of months and then I felt a second one. And I said, Hmm, okay. I, it's probably time to get this checked out. So I went and made an appointment for my first mammogram. Again, I was 37. And at that time they were saying that this is 2006. They didn't encourage you to get one before age 40. And I had no reason to. So, uh, so at 37, I had my first mammogram and they said, Hmm, why don't you come back for a biopsy, uh, next week, which I did. And 
that was on a Tuesday. And by Thursday, I had a call that I had um, cancer. And I remember telling my husband, go to work because it'll just be a normal day. You go to work, everything will be fine. But I'll call you if I hear anything. And if I need you, I'll say, I need you to come home. So I got that call on a Thursday morning. And he was a great supportive guy. (laughs) August 10th, 2006. Um, And it was cancer. So, um, and then we kind of started from there of what that whole process was for me. Um, So in in a nutshell, it was um, recommended that I have a mastectomy. Um, because I actually had three small tumors. They were in a triangular pattern on the right breast. And so the thought was, let's go ahead and take, take that whole um, right breast. And um, I decided that I wanted them to take both of them because I didn't want to go through this again. And part of it was, I didn't want a daily reminder of what I was missing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, when I looked in the mirror, so they took both, um, several weeks later. And so I had a bilateral mastectomy in the end of August of 2006. And then, um, I was not encouraged to have radiation after having, um, going on, you know, such a, a drastic and thorough, um, approach to my cancer, but I was encouraged to have chemo. Um, heavy, uh, strong chemo, a dose every three weeks for six doses that would take me just into 2007. That's so insane. there I was. <laughs> Man, medications like that, ugh. Yeah. Too, with all that stuff, everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's. Man. Okay. Let's talk about your mindset. Now I, I knew you during this, but I didn't know the whole story during this. Just being a person to see you, you shined, you had the smile that made you shine. You had the laugh. I love your laugh. I mean, those things, they just, they took over your mindset definitely definitely I can say you're definitely I don't even have to ask you you're definitely your survivor you have that mindset well thank you um in fact um now when you're diagnosed with cancer they call you a survivor on day one Megan yeah um when I was going through it they said when you get to your year mark past your diagnosis then you're a survivor but um so um no, you're a survivor before that. <laughs> I think, I think, um, I never did that big existential, oh, why me kind of thing. Like I, I did not, I never felt like, why would I have to suffer this way and not somebody else? Now I did think in terms of, 
like practical, logistical, was there something environmental that I could have done differently and avoided this? You know, I was in fitness. I was, I might take two or three showers a day if I taught a class or, you know, did a workout, whatever. And I was, you know, putting on deodorant, had aluminum in it. I mean, again, you know, it was like, Ooh, did I do that kind of stuff? Yeah, but there's always, always (laughs) things everywhere. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. I didn't dwell too much on that. Um, uh, I, what, um, what, yeah, what I tried to convey to my kids, um, was that I think it's going to be, you know, I'm going to have to take medicine and I'm not going to feel really good. And my hair's going to fall out. Um, but it's going to be okay. And I think I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to get better and, um, you know, and, and I, and I really believe that, um, most of the time. <laughs> um, but when you, like you just said a few minutes ago, like when you're in the thick of things like that, it, it's the headline of your life, right? It's the headline. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that from what you've gone through, um, it's the thing that, you know, you think about when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the, the filter that you see everything through, but thankfully, as you get further and further out, it becomes a footnote. But yes, when you're in the thick of it, it is forefront in your mind. Yeah. But um, definitely. But yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, it sharpens your vision on your everything going on around you. <laughs> That's exactly right. And it, it makes you happens. like look at other people and think, okay, well, let me look at their perspective on life and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Everybody has their stuff. Yeah. Everyone has their stuff. They might not tell everyone their stuff, but it's there. That's right. Someone, a friend of mine was going on a cruise and she told me about it when I was in chemo and she said, I'm so sorry. I'm going on a cruise. I said, Hey, I said, you know, I said, everybody, has to do their thing. I said, you know, right now (laughs) my cruise is going through chemo one day, maybe I'll take a real cruise or, you know, but, but that's, that was my time to do that. That's what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Different cruise, different cruise. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about the interior. Yeah. Um, the ins and outs and whatever else you want to say. (laughs) Sure. Lots of, again, usually Usually I was able to, to be positive, to feel positive and to show that when I was out in public and around people, um, you know, when I, I didn't wear a wig. So when you walk around as a bald woman, um, you get, <laughs> you get comments, um, largely, uh, very kind, um, sympathetic, well, you have um, a cute shaped head. So, you know, you're okay with that. <laughs> I got compliments like you have a nice shaped head. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I um, had my head shaved after the break yeah. and it's the same factor. I mean, we lucked out. We have good shaped heads. Yeah. There you go. I hear yeah. you. Um, and now you have that gorgeous curly hair that I've always loved. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, usually it was, again, people were kind. Um, one of our I know, you know, this gentleman, um, at the Y who is, uh, from Saudi Arabia, an older gentleman, um, who did already, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He did not know me, but he saw me, you know, in the facility and he stopped 
and he grabbed my, he, he took my hand gently and he patted it and he kissed the back of my hand. And he said, you beautiful lady. Yes. And of course I wasn't, but, and I just, even to think about that, I just started, you know, I just said, thank you. Oh, you but know, he was, he was always such a great guy. He it's, is just a sweet gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Very. Um, so I'm mostly, you know, mostly my interactions were, um, very, um, yes, people were, you could just feel the support. Occasionally I'd get the, you know, kind of (laughs) failed attempt at Homer, like what the hell happened to you? I was at the grocery store one day. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like this poor man. (laughs) Well, that's when you make up a story. You should have made up a story before that. I should have. I was in a car accident or I was in, <laughs> I was in a drive-by. That's the best one. Ooh, yeah. 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 But, um, anyway, it, I'm sure it was well-intended. Um, but yeah, some, sometimes, um, sometimes people meant well and, and what they said came out, <laughs> um, uh, kind of clumsy. Um, one woman from church, I didn't know well said, oh, well, losing your hair must be the worst part. And I said, and I wasn't trying to make her feel bad, but I said, no, actually not being around for my children. I mean, the thought that maybe they're going to grow up without a mom. That's the worst part. Well, yeah. It's like hair. She's trying to be empathetic, but yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well intended. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. Uh, where are we? Are we run the, that was the interior, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Current life, current life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's the cool thing. Just that idea of, um, of it being, you know, all, always in my story, but just a little more um, time to step away from it. So when you're going through something, of course, you hope that you're going to be able to see a purpose for it, right? I mean, there's certainly things we go through in this life that we're like, I don't know what good can come out of that. Yeah. Um, and then hindsight, we, even though it's 2020, you can't always see. That, that's right. We, we don't always know. But um, one great thing, other people been, tend to be able to. You're right. Uh, yeah. One great thing I've been blessed with was that in 2012, um, the Y um, asked me to be part of a Live Strong at the Y program, which is you were big on that. And so, so you know, and um, if I had not gone through it personally, even though you know. I, my mother went through cancer, you know, friends, but going through it personally, it made me slow down and really think about the pain, physical pain, or just struggle that people are in. And so it gave me a heart to work for people, uh, work with people that are going through that particular challenge and to say, I, you know, I I really do understand. Um, And so um, at the Y, I was able in an eight year period to work with, I'm sure I've tried to kind of figure it it up, at least 150 different people 
in that eight year program until COVID um, that were cancer survivors and maybe going through it themselves, maybe um, had already been through it. But, um, and more than one said to me, um, don't take this the wrong way. I'm really thankful <laughs> you've been through it personally because you know what I'm, you know what I'm going through. And um, and, and, I, and I said, no, I, I feel honored. I feel, and I don't say this in a, a light way because again, cancer has taken loved ones. Cancer took my mother um, before, you know, before she should have left this earth. But, but for me personally in my body, cancer did not take more than I gained through the experience of, of working with survivors. And, um, you know, I gained more than it took from me and it took a lot from me. It's definitely changed my life. Um, yeah, but, but I feel like God entrusted it to me, um, to bring him glory. And I feel like live strong has done that. And encourage enabled me to encourage other people, which is awesome. So awesome, Wendy. All right, you're ever after again. Where do you see yourself going from now? Yeah, um, you know, I think in every one-on-one that I have with people, even to this day, even though I'm not doing Live Strong right now, I do have the opportunity to work one-on-one or with small groups, but um, uh, working with people physically, you know, as a trainer or giving, getting them oriented. Uh, I work at a different Y now than the one where we met um, to really um, think about what they're dealing with, to have compassion for them and to try to think, you know, how can um, I help this individual. I, I worked with a gentleman a couple of weeks ago who had been injured in a fight between two young men in a detention center where he was working as a oh guard gosh. and he had shoulder, you know, dislocated and multiple back injuries and was thrown and just, but anyway, he's dealing with the aftermath of that. And just, again, just because I had to slow down and, um, you know, pivot <laughs> and deal with my own stuff. It, it, I think has made me really listen better than, than, than I would have personally. Um, and I think the coolest thing I was thinking about your podcast, and of course I've been listening since you came, um, out with these. Aww, thank back you. Here, absolutely. Um, that I think you really hit on something that is universal because this idea of, um, getting through the day, um, first of all, one of the Bible verses that comes to mind is one where Jesus said, don't be anxious about tomorrow. Today has enough problems of its own. <laughs> and I mean, there, and it really is that idea of look, 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 tomorrow is not even here yet. You got enough on your plate for today, whatever that is, whatever you are having to survive today, right? And even, even a recovering alcoholic or an addict, you know, looks at things with a perspective of one day at a time, I'm just trying to get through today. And, um, you know, and, and there are times when we hum along in our life, but there are times where we literally, Lord, just get me through the day. And I, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're right on Megan. I mean, everybody can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone can. And everyone, I mean, everyone's a survivor about something. 
Absolutely. And this is just one of those things I think that needs to show more. Like, I like that people empathy. I want people to see all, all aspects of life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think that takes so often that takes slowing down, whether we slow down on purpose or life throws us something we weren't expecting and we have to slow down. But yeah. And see, you have new choice to see, right. You look around and you see what other people, you know, my stuff is challenging, but this person over here is, you know, whatever it is, right. A death of a loved one or, you know, an addiction or yeah, physical sickness or, um, you know, to stop and look around and say, wow, I am not, I am not alone in struggling, <laughs> whatever, exactly. whatever that particular thing is. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let's end on full positive notes. All right. I have three questions for you. Okay. All right. First one, what is your favorite coffee? Megan, I want you to brace yourself. Okay. This is going to completely shock you. I don't like coffee. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that I don't about like you. Coffee. I'm sorry. But I was like, oh, I mean, no, that, Megan. that it just means I can't trust you anymore. That's all. <laughs> I know, right? Ah, oh, there's something wrong with Wendy. That's what it was. No, that's I'm what so it was. Sorry. All this time you were hiding it from me. Actually, I know. I look I'm like fair, a relatively normal person from the outside. Yeah, anyway. Gosh. All right. Well, well, what is your favorite flavor for whatever? For favorite flavor ice cream? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know what? I'm I'm in I'm in a phase right now where I'll get a little bit of vanilla and put some um coconut on it, like fresh, you know, or just flake coconut. Um, and it's fabulous. So I'm kind of into that right now. Try to keep portions small, but you know, that's kind of one of my go-tos right now. That is so cool. All right. Top question for you. Yeah. What is your favorite workout? Ooh. And that's a hard question because there are several that are like buying. It's I know picking one workout is. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to say, I have to give a little shout out to Friday morning, 8 a.m. Finley YMCA water boot camp. Okay. It is. It's I not love the water. Swimmers. That is so. That's right. It's not just yes. for lap swimmers, although there is some of that, but we tread water. We come out on deck. We do push ups. We do wall sits. We do <laughs> crunches. Hey, and I it's just fun, fun group of people that I love to work out with, um, a wonderful instructor, Kyle, that, um, it makes it fun and just Kyle is awesome community. Yeah, I took that today. class forever ago, way back when awesome. before, um, yeah, I have a double callus in my weak foot Ooh. and it actually makes it really hard to even walk without my shoes oh, on because the, that. um, the fact that my foot inverts, whenever you take a step and then the double callus is making it, ah, uh, so yeah, I haven't been in the pool as much. I gotcha. Lately. Yeah. Been, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We do have people come and modify. The they don't want to get out of the water. They don't have to, they can stay in the water. Oh, the water is so much fun though. Yeah. I love that freedom, that feeling. Yeah. And Kyle, Kyle's an awesome teacher. I love her voice. Yeah. She's fun. 
She's fun. Like, but between yeah. her and Kay, I think those two were the top voices, the most carry-on oh. voices. Kay Boone, who was on here Absolutely. earlier. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, Wendy, thank you very, very much for being on this Surviving the Day podcast. And I hope that you know one day we're soon hopefully we have to make plans to see each other actually face to face thank you very much and I hope that you guys listened to this and got a few perspectives from Wendy and her story and thank you have a good day surviving the day thank you so much Megan thanks for having me on great to see you Thanks y'all for listening to the Surviving the Day podcast. I hope it offered you insight and motivation to help you survive the day. If you like this podcast and want to enjoy even more chat, coffee, poetry, and workout challenges, please subscribe and feel free to follow me on Facebook at Never Stop Trying Surviving the Day and Instagram never stop try n zero zero also if you feel so inclined please feel free to donate to my podcast you can find me on buy me a coffee all links are shown in the notes thanks y'all very much and please enjoy surviving the day <laughs>